Hello everyone and welcome to Disaster Peace Publishing House. I'm Dev Salovey. And I am Cy Metz. And this is a show about the good, bad, but mostly bad of weird internet literature. Dramatic, Dramatic readings, readings included. included. Alright, so I'm pretty excited. Uh, it seems like you have something for us today, Cy. Yes, yes indeed, Dev. Uh, just when I felt as if uh, we were going to... Uh, I was going to run out of ideas as uh, of what to ha- do on the show. I'm struggling to get through one of the things I want to bring, and this literally like fell into my lap. Uh-huh. I've I found this book we're about to read called "The Never King" by Nikki Saint Crow, uh, literally at a bus stop. <laughs> and this is one of those like straight to Amazon self published like. Ooh, scandalous smut. Where like a lot of the subject matter in it is pretty heavy, but it's it's handled very funnily because okay. it's just like the first draft of a of a smut fic. Okay. And the little game we're gonna play today is there's gonna be a twist. Okay. I'm not gonna reveal what uh, property that this is about. Okay. So it is a fan fiction. It's it's a reimagining of a property. Okay, that's what else. Right. It's okay. a re. It, it's one of those things where they take a beloved character from certain media. I won't say because uh-huh. I think that would it would. Okay. The audience is going to know, but you you are. They're, they're probably googling it right now. Okay, like, okay. Oh my god! But we'll we'll get to the twist and we'll we'll talk about what I think is so funny about it once. once okay, we get there. okay, cool. Because uh, I was thinking like, okay, well, this is going to be whatever. But uh, immediately I I open the book, and it has one of the best. One of the best opening lines. First of all, just to point it out, this is one of those things where it's like, it says all characters are over 18. Uh, just, it's it's one of those, you know? Just okay. suspend your disbelief that everyone involved is an adult. Chapter one, this is from the perspective of our main, ca- of our main character, Winnie Darling. I haven't attended a normal high school in over two years, but yet I find myself still hooking up with the star quarterback in the passenger seat of his SUV. He is bad at sex. Magnificent on the football field. (laughs) If only I liked football and hated sex. (laughs) Anthony shoves inside me and I make the porn star face for him because I know he likes it. I pretend to orgasm with him. Oh my god. I am not a porn star, but I am the daughter of a prostitute, so I think that's close enough. Wow. Uh Oh, fuck yeah, Winnie. Fuck. Oh, baby. His grip on me is loose and clammy. He's trembling like the boy (laughs) he is. We're the same age, but decades apart. Fuck, he says and breathes hot air against my naked chest. That was so good. Was that good? The oh lack of God. confidence is insufferable. I don't know that I've ever slept with a confident man. Or maybe I'm wrong. Maybe they're only confident in the taking. Oh so good, God. baby. You're so good at sex. And I am so good at lying. <laughs> he smiles up at me as I continue to straddle him. And then he stretches up and plants a kiss on my mouth. I feel nothing other than a dull ache in my body and a throbbing headache behind my eyes. <laughs> I am dead inside. Paragraph indentation. And so fucking bored. Paragraph indentation. And the only thing I have to look forward to is being kidnapped by a myth. Paragraph indentation. <laughs> Happy fucking birthday to me. This is so edgy. I love it. Yeah, it gets, it gets fucking edgier. And that's pretty much clear in the beginning. (laughs) This is, this is one of my favorite, like self-published sins where like a lot of the writing is just really stream of consciousness. Like how, like the way it goes, I am dead inside. 
I am and so fucking bored. And the only like that segment right there is like, oh, Ben Shapiro writes like that. <laughs> like Ben Shapiro is my metric of like you are dog shit at writing <laughs> and self-published as hell and didn't have an editor to go, no, this is what are you doing? Stop that. Anyway, the so uh happy fucking birthday to me. And uh, and then this little indentation thing. Anthony zips himself into his jeans and then drives me home. I stare out the passenger side window as the SUV winds through my neighborhood. He, he zips himself into his jeans. That's such a weird way to describe that. No, I've, I've heard it. I've heard it described okay. like that. Yeah. Interesting. But it's... Right. I'm just picturing him like in a denim body bag. Like just <laughs> See, I, I'm imagining that he accidentally gets his dick caught and he's just too lazy to fix it. <laughs> oh, I zipped myself into my jeans, but don't worry. I'm still going to drive you home. Uh, is her is or excuse me i'm assuming it's a her is their name uh okay it is her is her name winnie darling her name is winnie darling yes what the fuck you'll see the people who know what this is are going oh but you'll, you'll see you'll see okay all right i stare out the passenger side window as the suv winds through my neighborhood when he pulls up to the curve i start to open the door but he grabs my arm and leans over for a kiss I begrudgingly give it to him. <laughs> you come into the party this weekend, he asks, more hopeful than I'd like. When you're extremely giving with sex, you're always invited to the parties. So many parties, all of them the same. But I like familiar things. I've always been short on familiar. Text me, I tell him, because I'm not sure where I'll be this weekend. Today is my 18th birthday, and every darling woman that has come before me has disappeared on this day. Some are gone a day, others a week or a month. But they always return broken, with varying degrees of sanity intact. I don't want to go mad. I like who I am, for the most part. When I come in the door, Mom is suddenly in front of me. Where have you been, Winnie? I thought he'd taken you, and... Her attention wanders, and then she races to the nearest window and tests its latch. She's muttering to herself as she works. Pirates, and lost boys, and fairies, and him... She won't speak his name when she's awake, but at night, when she dreams, sometimes she'll wake up screaming it. Peter Pan. Oh! <laughs> I was I was running through, like, I was trying to figure out, because I'm not familiar with Peter Pan. Like, Lost Boys, that, that kindled yeah. something in my head, and so, but my, my thought was, like, Pinocchio, but I know that's not Pinocchio, so, right. like... Now that we've had that reveal, it's time to read the back of the book see i just want to get into like real quick how um fucking wild modern adaptations of peter pan get i don't know if you remember this i'm pretty sure you were there for it though i went to tucson comic-con one time and there was folks there selling an adaptation of peter pan that was like if he was a mercenary with like guns and stuff hey um (laughs) i'm not gonna get too into that because Uh there are people in our community but Yeah. yeah i've seen it and i i am it's not great. Yeah, no, I'm sorry. I'm sorry, guys. But like, look, you're you're only at Tucson Comic Con for for a reason. Yeah, yeah, I'm only at Tucson Comic Con for a reason too. Yeah. This isn't a, a stones from glass houses situation. It's just we're all yeah. swimming in the same waters here. Yeah, I mean, you you see it in TV too. Like, I I, I bet you it's been in Once Upon a yeah. Time. But yeah, Definitely. Peter Pan is one of those things that like, and there's a lot of stories like this, honestly, really don't need modern adaptations because once yeah. you do, it just gets fucking weird. Yeah. <laughs> and I think Peter Pan is one of those properties where it's, it's, it's perfect for something like this, where it's, 
it's in the public domain. Everyone has a loose idea of what the story is because of Disney. There's an understanding that the public domain story is darker than the Disneyfied version. So people always jump the gun and go and like, let's make this way more dark and dramatic and fucked yeah. up. And I think it's because of those things, as well as the fact that Peter Pan is a story about, like, innocence and childhood, and people just fucking love taking stories like that and going, what if we made it fucked up and sexy? What if we made the story for kids yeah. about murder and murder fucking? <laughs> I know. And, and fuck this, murder. This and is already... And fucking... And fucking murders. I know. This is already fucking... Like, this is... This is very funny, but, like, I, I do want to make the point of, like, that's that's one of the things that, like, I really hate, too, is when people take the, uh, they take, like, um, classic stories and making them modern to them just means adding a lot more sex and violence and yeah, rape well, and stuff like that. I, here's the thing. I think that this is a bad thing to make that complaint about because this is this is meant to be smut. Yeah, like, no, this it's, is, it's meant to be. Like, it, it's just like a, a jumping-off point for a more or less completely unrelated narrative. Yeah, and I don't I'm not, think there's anything wrong with I'm it. I'm not making that criticism yeah. specifically of this. I just think, like, you see TV shows about that, too. I think the only time it's really been done well is with Shrek. Like, yeah, because <laughs> Shrek, I think, is a really great example because, like, it's really cynical in the way that it, like, parodies a particular type of pop culture movie. Yeah. So yeah. the jabs at that are just kind of making fun of this other studio. But it's still a good movie nestled within that. It, it's, yeah. like, it still has heart. Its message is still, like, taken seriously. The characters are treated with, like, empathy. Yeah, yeah. Uh, Shrek is just, in my opinion, one of uh, one of those like classics that's always going to be good. Yeah. I think that's proven by the fact that it's a a good movie and B has also become a shit post, and it kind of always will. There, yeah, uh, there's this um, there's this really weird vicious cycle with Shrek, and I'm mean, I'm only using vicious cycle because it's like a word I know. Yeah, but, but it's, it's it's people watch the movie, they go LMAO ogre, and then like get into this ironic meme culture about it. But then also, like, it's a good movie, so when people loop back around and watch Shrek again only through the lens of memes, they're surprised that it's a good movie. Again. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. Yeah, uh, I don't know. Uh, one of these days, I feel like we should just have an episode dedicated... I know it's not the theme of the show, but I do just want to talk about Shrek. Well, maybe. Maybe, well, maybe we'll talk maybe, about Shrek someday. Maybe, maybe, maybe we'll talk about Shrek. Who knows? Maybe. Maybe sometime soon, even. Who knows? Yeah, who knows? I want to read more about this smutty hair, uh, Peter Pan fic. Yeah. One thing I will say that I do appreciate about this type of... Again, I'm making fun of this because it's, like, written poorly and funnily. Not because I think there's anything wrong with, like, kinky writing that pushes the boundaries of, like, taboo. Like, people... Mm -hmm. BDSM exists and yeah. fucking CNC, consensual non... That's a perfectly valid thing. There, there are ways to, like, have... Yeah. kinky sort of like not normal sex with a part like that's why this shit exists is because yeah. like it it gives people a very safe silly non-threatening way to approach these types of things and come yeah yeah pretty much this, this is just porn but it's silly it, porn yeah it's a stroker uh, but very, very yeah, silly. It's, yeah um I, just again uh, i think that this is bad because it's made badly not because i think that these types of things shouldn't yeah exist. yeah that's fair that's that's, that's that's the caveat I, I want to make here. And also, porn should be allowed to be silly and stupid. When yeah. I make it, it's... I always try and make it, like, yeah, really... Yeah, no, I get it. I get yeah. It. I, I say it's silly, and then it's... We're about to get some real yikes shit. Oh, boy. Okay. Um, here we go. 
Oh yeah, that, that was the point I was trying to make. Um, the author for this, like the very first thing that she writes is, hey, uh, this is a reimagining with children's characters through 18 and plus. Don't read it if that would upset you. Also, I'm not going to say it here because spoilers, but go to my website and it lists a website with all the content warnings. Oh, okay. That's yeah. good. Yeah, I'm glad they put, they, you know, made an effort yeah. to put the content warnings. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I, I feel like a lot of people who read this type of stuff are like the types of people who would appreciate that. I think it might be good to just get into the content warnings now so that way. Yeah. Oh, yeah. Um, violence, blood play, enemies to lovers, sort of. Um, consensual non-cons you know like the kind of like oh no not in my butt type of like <laughs> saying out loud no i don't want this but paragraphs of internal monologue about how wet it's making her pussy you know like that type of shit excellent okay yeah. <laughs> and all oh also uh, about to get into it they really don't know how to talk about mental health <laughs> oh okay interesting all yeah right. the very next sentence after peter pan is Mom has been hospitalized seven times. They say she's schizophrenic, just like Grandma and Great Grandma and all the darling women before her. A legacy of madness that I stand to inherit. (laughs) Winnie! Mom rushes up to me, her bone-thin hands wrapping around my wrists. Her eyes are wide. Winnie, what are you doing? Get in the room! She shoves me down the hall. It's still daytime, and I'm hungry. I'll get you when he... Okay, listen. Her gaze goes far away and she frowns at herself, her grip loosening and my stomach drops. Please, for the love of all gods, I don't want to end up like my mother. (laughs) It's so edgy. It's so edgy. (laughs) Yep, I love it. Alrighty. He's coming! She screams at me. I know. I use my soothing voice on her. I know he is. But you'd have the house battened down better than a bomb shelter. I don't think anyone could get in. Oh, Winnie. Her voice catches. He can get in anywhere. (laughs) If he can get in anywhere. (laughs) See, that's really clever because it both means his her room and also her holes her holes (laughs) i don't even know if it was it meant that way it might be a double entendre i I could never know with these types of things yeah that's fair (laughs) a lot of times with like this type of this type of smut writing usually written from a women's perspective there's a attempt at subtlety that sometimes lands sometimes doesn't versus like blunt dude smut where it's like he he fucked penisly into her (laughs) wet fucking pussy you know yeah 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 if he can get in anywhere then why lock the windows why stay in the room she pushes me over the threshold ignoring my logic logic (laughs) the special room is a work of art fueled by terror you can read the frenzy in the rough brushstrokes that adorn the wall runic symbols painted like graffiti with more etched into the casing around the door There had been a parade of so-called witches and shamans and voodoo priests that have come into our lives and through our houses, selling my mom the secrets of protection from him. Sorry, mom. Facts don't care about your feelings. (laughs) (laughs) Yeah, mom, you dumb fucking bitch. Peter Pan isn't real. He's fucking Peter Pan. It's probably genetics. We don't have the money for it, but we spent it just the same. I'll get you something to eat, mom says. What do you want? It's okay. I can. No, I'll get it. You stay in the room. Stay in the room, Winnie. She races back down the hall, her gauzy white dress billowing behind her, making her look like a specter. A few seconds later, pots and pans bang around our kitchen, even though I'm absolutely positive we have nothing that can go in a pot. This is my favorite line in the whole book so far. 
this is the 19th house we've lived in. (laughs) (laughs) I know the number of houses, but I can't remember most of them. And when your walls blur together, it's hard to feel like you're ever at home. So edgy. So fucking edgy. Love it. (laughs) Look, I I came from a broken home where, like, my deadbeat dad got kicked out of, of a place every six months. Maybe, like, nine or ten apartments. Yeah, Maybe, yeah. maybe, like, nine or ten. That's maybe. so ridiculous. Even families where that's happening a lot of the time, or, like, mom or dad is in prison or in the system or whatever, like, that's not going to happen very often. <laughs> it's not going to happen that often. Unless you're, like, a criminal and you're escaping the authorities, you know. Mom said she thought maybe she could she could lose him, Peter Pan, if she kept us moving. Just in case we forgot, it's only been a page. Mom said she thought maybe we could lose him, Peter Pan, <laughs> if she kept us moving. We travel light. I have two bags in one trunk that I inherited from my great-grandmother, Wendy. It's so, smaller than it looks from the outside and about twice as heavy as it should be. I can't seem to get rid of it. Okay, so she's saying uh, her mom is schizophrenic and that her delusion is Peter Pan. Right. And that is the reason that they are running from place to place is because Peter Pan is stalking them. It's a a curse that as soon as the darling women Mm -hmm. turn 18, Peter Pan shows up with his fucking uh, uh, Romeo and Juliet law card laminated. Like, all right, time to fuck. Yeah, so he just shows up. (laughs) And the dick is so good it drives them crazy forever. Flies in the window, whole cock out, you know, yep. ready to get down. Awesome. Oh, we'll, we'll, we'll get to, we'll get to, Peter Pan shows up by the end of this chapter. <laughs> oh, excellent. Okay. <laughs> I can't seem to get rid of it. It's about the only thing we own that holds any value. The only thing that feels real. <laughs> Our current house is an exhausted Victorian with crumbling, crumbling plaster walls, worn and nicked hardwood floors and lots of empty rooms. We don't even own a couch. Furniture is too hard to move. How, I, okay, just a quick little editing note how much more badass would this have been if it was just like the same house from peter pan just like crumbling and dog shit because the family is like too scared to like leave the house Uh uh i don't know that would have made way more sense and maybe kind of cool yeah no i can see that just like all all the setup never fucking goes anywhere so it it doesn't even feel like anything (laughs) so it feels weird to like point that out because this Uh is just about sex fucking yeah, um, <laughs> yeah it's, it's porn. We don't, we're yeah. not here for the plot. <laughs> I don't know. I've seen some. I've seen some porn with some really well drawn backgrounds. That's all I'm saying. Fair enough. <laughs> I collapse on the inflatable bed, shoved into the corner of my special room, and stare up at the ceiling where the curling graffiti has been done in blood. That was the witch from Edinburgh. Said only blood would do, and it had to be mine. Maybe we're all mad in our own way. Oh, that's not how blood works. <laughs> of course. Also. Also, like the indentations for the sake of emphasis. Another, yeah, I'm oof. just gonna I'm I'm gonna start just calling that the Shapiro indent. Yeah, that's it's painful it's to pain, look at. It's, honestly, it's, it's really painful to look at. You, I don't know if it's a combination of like they just needed to fill a page count to make it look more inflated, or if she just thought it was for emphasis. I I'm leaning more on to the latter half. I I would say so too. Yeah. That's usually why they do that. So. Yeah. Also. I'm sure that I'm not catching at all, but like it's tense bothers me too. It switches between passive tense and you're like, um, or whatever the fuck is where it's like, I ask her as like active and sometimes it's reflected, you know, like what was the term for that? You know more about writing than me. 
So, okay, a mistake that amateur writers will make often is switching between the past tense and the present tense, mm-hmm. just because those are the two tenses that narratives are most commonly told in. You can switch between the two, but it's usually... No, no, it's it's pretty much always uh, when the story itself is told in the present tense, but the narrator is reminiscing on something that happened in the past. Uh, I forgot the most important piece of world building here. Oh, it wasn't just directly ordered off of Amazon the way you would get the impression. This also came with the receipt for purchase at Barnes and Noble. <laughs> oh my god! <laughs> yeah, uh, fifteen ninety after tax. Someone paid a whole fifteen dollars for that and then left it at the bus stop. Yeah. <laughs> On one hand, like, I kind of feel bad I stole someone's thing, but they left it at the fucking bus stop, and it sucks, and it's bad, and, you know, you can just get the Kindle version. Yeah, you can You can probably get the Kindle version for well cheap. You for sure. I, I'm going to plug her website at the end, because I'm making fun of her, but, like, it would feel shitty to, like, do that yeah. and not direct traffic towards well, her. Well, I do want to just, um, after, quickly during the break, go to that website yeah, and absolutely. check it out. She watches me eat the peanut butter jelly sandwich, jerking every time the house creaks. <laughs> Tell me about him, I ask her as I peel the crust from the top of the sandwich and eat it like a length of spaghetti. <laughs> oh just, just rip. <laughs> eating it like a fucking seagull. <laughs> I guess she likes long stuff. Oh my god. Well, uh, I hope she likes long stuff in her mouth. Yeah. I don't... The emphasis on the Lost Boys kind of makes me hope that there's a gangbang scene later. Like, oh, oh, there has to be. There has to be, right? They're oh, just I'm like, sure, yeah. You, we'll, we'll see if we ever get to... Like, uh, we're not going to get to Peter, but, like, he explicitly states, like, by the way, the Lost Boys are waiting for me outside. Oh. So, like, his gaggle of goons show up with him to go like, oh, yeah, you got the pussy, dude! Yeah, uh, yeah, no. Woo! Hit that shit! For sure, there's gotta be Bukaki in there. There's gotta be. And if not, I'll write it. <laughs> Mom winces. I can't. Why not? She taps her index finger at the temple. From what I've gathered, she thinks some kind of magic keeps her from talking about him in detail. So I only get bits and pieces. She tells me the magic wanes on new moons, but we're halfway to a full moon. <laughs> it's the tide and the full moon that brings all of the monsters out. See, that that to me is what tells me that this person knows nothing about schizophrenia, because yeah. if you talk to someone with schizophrenia and you ask them directly about their delusions, they will tell you all about it. Well, that that's the thing, is that, like, obvi- like literally what happened is their brains got turned to gush because yeah. of magic. But also, everyone outside thinks they're schizophrenic. It's just like a really lazy... Yeah. There, there's no actual <laughs> consideration for the way that this thing would affect this character. It's just a, mm. oh, she's crazy now. That generalized uh, view of insanity is never, like... It's what... Uh, apart from being offensive, it's just, like, not interesting. Yeah, no, it's not. It, it's... Yeah, because I, I, I swear to you, like, as someone who works with schizophrenic, schizophrenic pr- people are far more interesting, like in real life than they've ever been in fiction in my opinion like honestly the only with a few exceptions to that the the most uh accurately i've seen mental health discussed in fiction is in fucking they might be giant songs (laughs) what can you tell me i ask her huddled in the corner of the room on her cot knees drawn to her chest she considers this for a few seconds i imagine she was beautiful once but i don't know her as anything other than crazy wow like 
hot crazy bitches don't exist. <laughs> <laughs> wow, you know, mom's looks have gone downhill ever since she got diagnosed with schizophrenia. I guess the voices are telling her to not bathe or whatever. You know, crazy people. Her hair is dark and coarse like mine, but it started to thin because of all the medication she's on. Her skin is ruddy, her cheeks hollow. There are layers of cracks in her fingernails and circles beneath her eyes. She doesn't work anymore. She's on disability, but it barely pays the bills. She's a Dickensian street urchin. <laughs> Oi! I just got fucked by Peter Pan! Can you can you give me a hay penny? <laughs> I don't work no more! I'm going to feed my daughter peanut butter and jelly! I was just listening to the description and I was like, this is a stereotype of like a broken person. Just... Yeah, it's like, okay, so my mind goes one of two places. They get fucked over by Peter Pan, but still, like, get fucked again and have a kid. Or, this is a direct lineage, (laughs) and, you know, I'm sure they're gonna address it later, but that's just where my mind is going now. (laughs) So Peter Pan breeds every generation, pretty much. (laughs) I'm sorry if that was too dark. (laughs) Yeah, Peter Pan is a little boy with a daddy king. (laughs) Which is which is sexy and cool uh, compared to the other uh, little boy with a daddy king from earlier in the book. <laughs> He's physically young, but mentally, it's the opposite of the other guy. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> that grossed me out to say, too. It feels like that's the point this book is trying to make. Oh, okay. You know? Like, that's the, the foil they're trying to do. I, I'm reading into it. Yeah, we but we could still. do as much analysis on it <laughs> as yeah. we want. Okay, we're we're almost to the end of this chapter. Peter is about to show up. Uh, I feel like um now is a good chance to uh, take a quick little break. Okay, sounds good. Alright, we're back from our break. I went ahead and pulled up the author's website. Her name is Nikki St. Crow. Um, there is a sequel to this book, and it came out today, the day we're recording, which Holy is shit. March 22nd, 2023. It just came out today. Holy shit, that's incredible. Yeah. And apparently it's got a lot more plot, because I'm reading the description here, and like... It's okay. Let me just read this to you because it's it's wild how much changes from the description of this book to description of this one. So, uh, I, I thought Peter Pan was myth, etc., cetera, etc. Cetera. Um, but there was no denying the overwhelming shadow cast by Peter Pan when he was standing in my house. Uh, so he takes her captive to Neverland with the Lost Boys. So she says, "I found my place among him and the Lost Boys. I've never looked back." Now I'm entangled right alongside him in a war we can't seem to escape. We thought we had defeated our enemies. We thought we could finally have our happily ever after, but there was one enemy we never saw coming. A fairy who has nothing to lose and everything to gain. Is it Tinkerbell? The fairy with golden wings and a dark, (gasps) twisted heart. She wants Neverland and she'll stop at nothing to have it, including destroying anyone who stands in her way, even her own flesh and blood. I'm... (laughs) Oh my god. I love that Tinkerbell is some kind of evil dictator that's so... (laughs) And they're caught in a war against her? Like, that's so different from what's implied from this book. I'm just... Like, this one is definitely porn, but the description here reads like a YA novel. (laughs) It's so wild. I guess they got all the boning out of their system. 
Or they need more dangerous boning. <laughs> yeah, I guess so. This porn has plot, apparently. Alright. Hey, I watch porn for the plot. Valid. Getting fucked in the ass is a plot point. Oftentimes in porn. <laughs> and that's the plot I'm here for. <laughs> Alright, well, if you want to... Uh, if... This show is going to make me unhirable. <laughs> <laughs> All right. Well, I mean, if you want to jump back yeah, in, let's you jump, jump back, back in. in. Let's jump back in. There are layers of cracks in her fingernails and circles beneath her eyes. She doesn't work anymore. She's on disability, but it barely pays the bills. And the more isolated she is, I think the worse she gets. <laughs> I remember the sand, she says and smiles. The sand? It's an island. What is? Where he'll take you. <laughs> and you were there. She nods. Neverland is beautiful in its own way. She wraps her arms around her legs and folds into herself. All of it is magic, and so much of it you can feel it on your skin. Taste it on the tip of your tongue. She's turning piratey. <laughs> like honeysuckle and cloudberries. She lifts her head, eyes wide. Yar, I do miss the cloudberries. <laughs> he misses the magic. <laughs> Who, Peter Pan? She nods. He's losing his grip on the heart of the island, and he thinks we can fix him. I like how this is both like an info dump, and apparently the first time they've ever fucking talked about this. <laughs> this this fucking sword of Damocles hanging over their head, uh-huh. and she's finally like, alright, Ma, so tell me about it. <laughs> I gotta say, with the accent you're doing, I'm kind of picturing, like, uh, less of uh, a woman and more Captain Barbosa. <laughs> See, I, I'm, I'm imagining that as she's recalling it, she's starting to regress, and she became a pirate by the Yar! I forgot how good it felt! I feel the magic coursing through me veins! Okay, he's losing his grip on the heart of the island, and he thinks we can fix him. Why? I tear off a corner of the sandwich and mush the bread between my fingers, pl- flattening it into a pancake. Jelly squirts out the edge. I'm trying to pull- prolong it trick my belly into thinking it's getting a five-course meal. Mom lays her cheek to her knees. They broke their promise, she mutters. They broke their promise to me. What promise? I don't know how to stop him, Mom whispers, ignoring me. I don't know if it's enough. And now I'm stuck in Dave Jones' locker. (laughs) Yarrr! I can smell his sweat socks! (laughs) It'll be okay, I assure her. I'm not worried. None of this is real, except for the madness. <laughs> that I am worried about. Will it be like a light switch? One minute I'm sane, the next I'm not? The thought of losing my mind terrifies me more than some boogeyman. Another indent, the fucking paragraph, scene break or whatever. When my mom falls asleep, I slowly slip out of the room. A storm has rolled in, and lightning flashes through the window, lengthening the shadows of the old Victorian. You see, this is... I feel like everything in, in her, like, writing style is focused on, like, back-and-forth dialogue. I mean, that's not... It's not great, but it's, like, what she excels at is, like, having people talk to each other and what yeah. she seems to be focused on. So when she has to fill out the scenes and not be, like, an internal monologue about the self or, like, a conversation... Yeah. She flops and doesn't really know how to... What... 
the the thing that though that writers who excel at dialogue a lot of the reason for that is just because they really care about their characters and how they think uh and how they interact with each other so i do want to make that point like i'm that way too like i love dialogue so like that to me shows that like she just really enjoys her characters and inter- her characters interacting and stuff like that so i just I, I was i was more trying to make the point that um she has a very inconsistent way of describing scenery that feels yeah. like it's just trying to hit bullet points and then move on. And th- you know, just I'm I'm the same way too. It's why I yeah. like draw instead of write. You know? Yeah, yeah. The, she she has the the problem of like not building the scene. One of the most like valuable things I learned in writing is that when you're doing description, you don't just describe what you're seeing. Yeah, the character interacts with the things around you, and that's not what Winnie Darling is doing here. And I think that's another reason why it might feel a little just like it's it's, it's tripping you up, you know. But then again, this book's selling for sixteen fucking bucks at Barnes and Noble, so I guess we're the fucking morons. <laughs> yeah, that's, I mean, yeah, you know. <laughs> Uh, right. What can I say? I, the only thing I've published is a webcomic, so... Yeah. I go to the bathroom in the hall and stare at myself in the mirror. I don't recognize myself. It's like looking at a stranger. Some days I wonder that if I reach out for my reflection, there will be nothing there. I'm starting to look like her. Paragraph and end. Carved clean. Period. Exhausted. Period. Paragraph and end. I don't want to be mad. Period. Paragraph and end. And I'm just so fucking tired. Paragraph ended. I want to see the... Show Hold me on, the let me page. finish reading it and then I'll show it to you. Uh, okay, okay. My cardigan slips off the bone of my shoulder and I catch a glimpse of a puckered scar. One to match the runes drawn on the ceiling. <laughs> I pull the collar back up. Paragraph ended. Wow. Yeah. It well, looks if... like a particularly shittily formatted poem. <laughs> yeah. Well, I don't know. Maybe uh, Nikki St. Crow really enjoys poetry. I would like to read her poetry and not her novels. <laughs> I don't know. I'd like to read her novels. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, I'm, I'm having a great time right now. You know? Yeah. Well, I think it's just because I enjoy things that give me brain cancer. Yeah. And like, this is... <laughs> I will say, like, jokes aside, like, the hard-hitting, funny opening just immediately being about disappointing sex. I actually kind of like how that's... Initially, you feel like it's a it's like a character choice. Like, ah, this is going through all the boring plot points mm. and uh, of, of like the boring points of sex because it is boring for this character. And you're almost kind of like excited, like, oh, hey, this feels like intentional. And then you realize, oh, no, that's just how how she writes. But Nikki St. Crow, your your opening is genuinely pretty good. I, I like the first page. Yeah, definitely um, fun. <laughs> the medicine cabinet is missing half a door. So the left side is opening, revealing several rolls of pill bottles. <laughs> Take your pick. I don't want to be mad. I reach out for a bottle of ibuprofen. <laughs> <laughs> I've taken so many over the years. I barely know relief from them anymore. <laughs> wow. She makes it sound like she's taking opiates. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> That's like, th- this is why I don't feel like we're going to get into anything that's actually triggering, knowing that it's about, because like, this is someone writing non-consent fantasies who thinks that ibuprofen is hard. <laughs> the floor creaks beyond the hall. I snatch my hands back. Lightning flashes through the house again and thunder chases it. When the rumbling ends, I hear a door shut. Mom. I race down the hall and hurry into the room. 
but she's still on the cot, sleeping soundly. By the way, I just want to say for, like, the past, like, eight sentences, every single sentence is a new paragraph. You know what? The more I think about it, I wonder if that's, like, an intentional thing to make it easier to read on e-readers. I doubt that, because yeah? if she's published it physically, that's uh, not... Well, a lot, of ta- a lot of times these days, the physical copy is, like, an afterthought to the EPUB. Oh, interesting. The, the same way that someone who's writing, like, a webtoon comic is, is writing for that format of the vertical reading. I, I, I wonder how much of it is, like, public, like editors, like, encouraging that type of thing, because that type of fan fiction reading... You know, like when you're in that headspace of short, punchy bits, yeah. that type of thing is powerful when you're reading like trashy internet writing. Yeah, I, you know, it's interesting because for me, it the the formatting kind of doesn't matter. Like I, mm-hmm. I, I could honestly, I, I feel like if I were using an e-reader, I would still find that distracting. Right. That could just be a personal thing, but I, I don't think it's the kind of thing that's necessary to make it more uh, readable. Because, like, so, something that also is striking me about this is it feels like even the margins of this are wider than I would normally, like, slightly wider than I would see in an normal Yeah, book. yeah. That's, that's what's making me think, think, like, I wonder if it's formatted this particular way for, for e-readers. Well, but then again, if that's how she's doing it, she's also got some long paragraphs in there. I, it, I'm, I'm, I'm just a... It's an interesting point. I'm, I'm thinking out loud. Uh, yeah. It still sucks. <laughs> but, you know, I like to give things their fair shake. Yeah, I mean, besides, the formatting's not the point. The yeah. porn is the point. So, yeah. <laughs> like, well, it's just like something I notice in a lot of these self-published things. I, I wonder yeah. how much of it is amateurishness and how much of it is a, a, an intentional given choice. Given the edgy perspective, I I think it is. It, it's not for the e-reader. I think it's for the tone. Okay. I race down the hall and hurry into the room, but she's still on the cot, sleeping soundly. My heart rams into my throat. Another board creaks. Maybe someone broke in, thinking the house was abandoned. We can barely afford the rent, let alone the utilities for a house this size. We hardly use the lights. Slowly, I shut the bedroom door behind me and slide the lock closed. We don't have any weapons. Nothing practical. We spent all our money on useless magic. Breath held, I grip my teeth together. The doorknob turns. I slowly back away from it. Has it started already? Have I already lost my mind? Thunder cracks through the sky. God, I'm so fucking excited. The lock thunks open as if by magic, and a boot pushes the door in. The hinges squeak. I look at my mom again. Was there more to her stories than I was willing to believe? This can't be true, can it? Mom lurches awake. Baby, what's the time? Shh. I hurry to the door and give her a shake. But it's too late. The door is open, and he fills up its void. I can't fucking breathe (laughs) there's the distinct sound of a lighter being clicked open then the rough spin of the metal wheel what who would ever describe it like that yeah you know when you fucking click open a lighter and you got that what what that metal wheel thingy that's something you say when you're trying to remember like what what a lighter is conceptually in your mind yeah that's that's called a striker it's not called a metal wheel you can google like you're pu- publishing this on the internet. Yeah, the thing on the lighter is a striker. A metal wheel is what you use to solve puzzles in Elder Scrolls Four. And then, <laughs> then another thing, Nikki, if you don't know what a word is, uh, you're probably typing on a computer. <laughs> you can you can you Google can go- Google the parts Google of a lighter. It, yeah. yeah. We see. I I I don't feel so bad being mean to this random lady because we're going to be equally mean to Jimmy Buffett. <laughs> 
Okay, fair. <laughs> yeah. I, I just want to put that out there. Like, the next one I'm doing is also a mean one. Yeah, yeah. We're dunking, but we're, Nikki we're dunking. St. Crow, we love you. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. No, uh, this is great. <laughs> the flame catches, sending light over his face as he burns the end of a cigarette. <laughs> Silver rings on his fingers reflect the flame. Dark tattoos cover his hands. Oh my god. There are several strips of string and leather tied around his wrists. He's tall, broad-shouldered, and wearing a long coat with a stiff collar that stands up around his sharp jaw. Even though his body is hidden beneath the coat, I can tell he's corded with muscle by the mere suggestion of his biceps. <laughs> and suddenly the writing is great, because she's horny! <laughs> yes! Because yes! she's so horny! Yes! Yes! Whoa! Yes! <laughs> when he pulls the cigarette away from his mouth, I can't help but trace the veins that snake over his knuckles with a quick sweep of my eyes. He expels the smoke with a purposeful breath. Meredith, he says. Yes. It's yes. been too long. Yes. Mom's yes. breath catches beside me. Is this really happening? Yarg! You can't have her! She yells. <laughs> As if you could stop me. My heart leaps to my throat. Please, Mom says. He takes a long hit from the cigarette, the embers burning brightly. I hear the tobacco crackle as the smoke curled around his face. There's a fluttery feeling in my chest that instantly makes me feel guilty. Yes. I suddenly feel more awake than I've felt in years. Yes, yes, I should yes. not be feeling anything other than dread in this moment. This is real. Mom was telling the truth. Please! Mom says again. There is no time for begging, Mary. <laughs> he takes his first step over the threshold. So much for that magic. I gulp down a breath, trying to quell the rapid beat of my heart. Somehow, in the blink of my eyes, he's crossed the last of the distance between us. He takes a fistful of my t-shirt dress and yanks me to my feet. We can do this the easy way. Or the hard way, darling. Which will it be? I gulp, trying to dislodge the lump suddenly growing in my throat. He watches me do it. Watches my tongue dart out and lick my lips. Ah, the fluttery feeling sinks yes. lower, and the guilt festers and turns cold. He is my mother's urban legend come to life, and I don't know what to do with him now that he's here. You have three seconds to decide, he tells me. You know me. exactly what to do with him. <laughs> Fuck him! Fuck him. There's Fuck no him. hint of exasperation on his face, but I sense it nonetheless. Like he's had this conversation a million times and is always disappointed with its destination. <laughs> Mom rises next to us and starts pummeling his grip on me, but he's quick. Almost too quick to follow when he drops to the cigarette and lashes out, He's grabbing her to... by the throat! <laughs> He's no. about to pummel someone! No, he says easily. <laughs> Don't make this more difficult than it needs to be. He turns back to me. Go on, darling. <laughs> he yes. gets in close to my face, white teeth gleaming in the moonlight. He's almost too beautiful, too dreamlike. Maybe I'm already mad. Yes. And if I'm mad, none of it matters anyway. I'm waiting, he says. The easy way. Obviously. His brow lifts in amusement. Obviously. <laughs> Why would I choose the hard way? Mom loses her fight and goes quiet. First lesson, he says. 
There is no easy way. He turns to Mom. I'll bring it back, Mary. You know they always come back. (laughs) Then he drops his finger. He drops her, snaps his fingers, and everything goes dark. Yes, yes, yes. And we're hitting the 51-minute point, but I I do want to, like, just to show how much info dumping there is, I'm going to read a little bit of the Peter chapter. Because it shifts perspective to Peter. So this is from the perspective of Peter Pan. We're going to... We're going to stop at my favorite line. That okay. repeats itself. I just... Yeah. Oh, he muscled biceply into yeah. the room. He muscled... Yes. Bi- oh, he, ch- he, he fucking grabbed my mom's throat and was going to fucking murder her so he can fuck me. And I've never been wetter in my life. <laughs> yes. When he was about to kill my stupid, crazy bitch mom... Oh, man, I knew he was the one for me. Ah, uh, yes... Yes. Wow, it turns out that violence makes me horny. (laughs) Okay, Peter Pan. It takes me twice as long to get back to Neverland in the treehouse with a darling thrown over my shoulder. She's light as a feather. Her rib bones are sharp enough to hurt. This darling is not well. Perhaps her spiderweb cracks means she'll be easier to break. What a dog shit fucking line. That's a really, really terrible line. Sorry. It's not carrying her that makes the trip harder. It's the shifting between two worlds and my waning magic. I have so little left to spare. This one has to be the one. I don't know what happens if she isn't. I am this island. It won't survive without me. When I walk in through the open doors of the treehouse, the lost boys are waiting. I lost count of how many there are now, and I can never remember half their names. But the ones who matter will be waiting for me at the loft beneath the canopy of the never tree. I take the darling up the wide staircase, hand trailing through the carved banister to keep me upright. Wrought iron lanterns flicker from their scrolled hooks. I am so fucking tired. <laughs> <laughs> oh my god. So if I, I, I what I am to extrapolate from this is that he needs um he young, needs to bone to get his magic back. Yeah, yeah. He needs young women sacrifices, pretty much. Uh, that's oh man, <laughs> this is delectable. <laughs> yeah, it's got its own like justification for it. Yeah. And, you know, whatever. It's and, got a magic system, and that magic yeah, system is cum sex. Yeah, <laughs> we need we need more stuff with a with a cum based magic system. <laughs> Porn based magic system. Yes. So far, all we really have is JoJo's Bizarre Adventure. (laughs) Love it, love it. If you haven't read JoJo's Bizarre Adventure, read it and prove me wrong. (laughs) (laughs) Oh, man. Yeah, JoJo's Bizarre Adventure, fantastic. Yeah, Um, (laughs) Yeah, if 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 you come into the comments saying, like, no, I've I've watched all the way through part three, and there's... it's in the newest chapter. Fuck you. <laughs> they reveal it's all come in the uh, most recent chapter. And if you want, y- y- sit and read all of JoJo's Bizarre Adventure. Is it weird know. that I kind of want to read this book? Here. What's it called again? What's it called again? Here, I'm just, I'm, I'm giving it, it to me. you. Oh, <laughs> thank you. The Never King. Interesting. Yeah, no, I mean, y- you you know me. I love weird stuff like this. Yeah. So I'm so stoked. <laughs> yes. It literally felt feels like a gift from God. I, yeah, it is a gift from God in a way. <laughs> Thank you, Nikki St. Crow. We yeah. love you. <laughs> All right. Um, so, yeah, uh, Nikki St. Crow, uh, we're, we're poking fun at you just because, you know, it's it's fun to do that. 
Uh, but, like, keep doing what you're doing, unless, like, there is some yikes shit later on that can't really be justified, in which case, go fuck yourself. <laughs> yeah. But I'm not gonna read it to find out, so I'm just gonna assume you're cool. Yeah, yeah, no, we, we, we love it, keep writing, uh, writing always improves when you keep doing it, too, so I'm sure your, your books, when you're 70 years old, are gonna be fantastic. Um, and if they're not, that's fine. Yeah, that's fine you're, too. You're, you're selling this shit for sixteen bucks a pop, and we're making a podcast oh, for four yeah. of our friends. Fucking make that money, make yeah. it rain. Do you have any final thoughts? My throat is hurts. <laughs> that's fair. That's my that's my final thought. All right. Well, as always, we'd like to thank Aria for the use of our theme song. You can find her on Twitter at Two Glitch. If you like the show, please like and subscribe, hit the notification bell, leave a comment, uh, any engagement help, share it with your friends, that sort of thing. Another thing, too, of course, uh, we were ripping on Nikki St. Crow uh, a lot because this book sucks. <laughs> but if this sounds interesting or like a fun read, go go visit her website, NikkiStCrow.com. She seems to just be like someone who's chugging along doing her thing in this yeah. media uh, ecosystem. To point out, it's um, to, just to spell it out for you: N I K K I S T C R O W E. You can get her books on e-reader for pretty cheap. Yeah, support you know. indie creators. Yeah, support. Uh, I, yeah, support indie creators. All right, uh, and on that note, we will see you on the next episode. And remember, folks, don't read where you shit. Awesome. <laughs>